welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. My name is Tom Vergus. I'm joined again by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hey, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. How are you going? Good. Terrific. Thank you. You? Yeah, good, good. Holding up well in these troubled times, but um, looking forward to getting out and about again as we ease the restrictions. Yes, I'm sure a lot of people are, aren't they? So what are we talking about today, Tom? Our topic for today is realigning the team. Mm, realigning the team. So what's prompting the realignment? Well, I'm working now with a number of teams where we've gone through that peak of the emergency, as we discussed in the previous podcast, the stages of the emergency, and now it's in that stage of regression, business as usual, but it's not quite usual, you know, that, mm. that initial surge of adrenaline and excitement and what are we going to do has now settled down. So it's a great opportunity now for us to do a little bit of realignment. So I've been working with a number of teams to help them realign. And uh, the model I've, I've been uh, sharing with them has been what I call the four pillars of realignment, the four pillars model. Mm -hmm. And is that something you've developed or? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Great. So tell us all about that then. Well, I, I think the, the thing that in terms of realigning the team, the first thing we want to be doing now is it's the opportunity to actually revisit our purpose. So the four pillars, by the way, are purpose, values, operating principles, tools, and tips. And so those are the four. So I'll walk mm. through each one of them. So if we think about purpose, it's useful now to realign our teams and actually revisit what's our purpose. Mm. Why are we in business? Why did we get set up in the first place? Because purpose is obviously something that's important for most people in terms of, you know, what is it that pulls me to work? As an organization, it's useful now in this current climate to think, okay, so why did we even get set up in the first place? And is that still relevant for who we are today? Does that yeah. still float my bucket as such? So mm. that's, the, that's the first pillar. And can we all buy into that? You know, are we all signing up to that purpose? That's the first thing because, you know, so why exist? The second pillar is around your values. So what do we as an organization, what do we as a team, what are the things we stand for? We did, I think, a number of sessions ago, maybe about six or seven podcasts ago, we talked about psychological safety. So let me use safety as an example. If safety is a value, which for, it is for a lot of organizations, then how are we demonstrating safety? How are we demonstrating safety physically in our environment? How are we demonstrating safety for our people? How are we demonstrating safety in our teams? Are we demonstrating psychological safety, for instance? 
within. So it's not just physical, but it's psychological. How are we demonstrating those things? If we have care, for instance, as a value, what are some of the things we're doing to demonstrate care? Because the environment has changed, right? It's not business as usual. So mm. are we, in fact, doing things slightly different that is aligned with our values? Because if they're not, maybe we need to revisit those values. And if they are, then we need to be looking at our, what are some of the behaviors that we can do to ensure that we are all aligned to those values. Hmm. That's the second pillar. Third pillar is what I call the operating principles. And really that boils down to, so how do we work as a team? How do we work? Given the fact now that the working environment has changed, I mean, most of us, if not all of us, are working from home. So unless you're a first responder working in the field, most people are now working from home. Different guidelines at home, the blurring between work and personal, the the things when we first started working from home, it was, well, this, is, this will only be for a short period. We are now going into, for most people, week 10 of working from home. And mm. here, definitely here in Melbourne, the uh, Premier of the state has mentioned, well, if you can work from home, then please work from home for the next four weeks. So how do we now operate? What are the operating principles in terms of what's our expectation in terms of response time, in terms of you know being participating in meetings, in terms of how we deal with some of the issues that come up with teams, in terms of creating strategy in this new environment? What are the rules of the game? And how do we operate? And the fourth pillar is what I call tools and tips. There are so many tools available right now. So many. How do we use them? What's the best ones for our environment, for our situation? And once we choose those, how do we ensure all our team members are across them? Because sometimes we just make the assumption, well, let's use this team or, or let's use this particular tool and everyone will come up to speed with it. But that's not the case. So it, because now we are all working remotely, we need a level of competence with the, with the tools. How do we teach people to use them properly? So again, an opportunity to realign our teams on the four pillars. Are we all clear with our purpose? Are we all aligned to that? Are we all clear with our values? What do we stand for? Have we revisited how we operate as a team? And then what are the tools, techniques that we have at our disposal to help us be successful? Mm. So what do you suggest in terms of uh, walking through those four pillars and, and doing that realignment exercise? How do you suggest a team goes about that i think it's it's about having it as one of their uh, you know it's it's a, something as a as a topic that you can bring up in a team meeting hmm. so you, you know most people are now having obviously the check-in meetings 
which is part of good management anyway, checking in with your teams. You may just do a quick stand-up uh, agile meeting, how things going, what's happening, what are you working on? We can, everyone does that. Of course, there are certain leaders, as we suggest, you need to actually have meetings, not just with the whole team. You need to have also one-on-one -on -one meetings with the individuals. We are checking in with them, not just with your work, but you also need to have check-in times with them personally. Like you just need to check in with people because our people's environments are different, right? Some people are A-OK -okay working from home. Other people are really struggling with it. Hmm. And as a leader, you need to be able to tune into that. But a realignment exercise is where you can bring everybody together. And I would suggest getting everyone to think about, you know, here are the four things we want to talk about. Where do you think we are at? And then having a conversation around it. Hmm. In terms of things like purpose and value, I mean, one of the one of the common ways that businesses keep that visible for all their employees is they have you know posters on the wall, right. painted on the wall, in the office environment, or you might go into their tea room and it's got uh, their purpose statement or vision statement there, so it's kind of in your face all the time as an employee. Um, what what can businesses do these days to have that sort of an effect. I mean, it's not imposed on people, but it's just a, a constant reminder of this is why we're doing what we're doing or this is what we're in business for. I think it's about appreciating and, and reminding people of it. So all, all leaders, uh, if you think about what are we appealing to in terms of our team members? So again, apart from the what we call the physiological needs. So do I have enough food to eat? Do I have water? Do I have shelter? You know, the basic needs of Maslow's hierarchy. The next phase is around actually sense of uh, safety and sense of belonging. Do I belong to a group? And the three meta values that's important for people are around uh, community, pleasure, and meaning. So what does that actually translate to as a leader? One is, as a leader, how do I create a sense of community with my teams, especially when they are now all being isolated working from home? How do you create that sense of, hey, we are still a team? The second thing is, how do I create a level of fun? And even though it may be difficult, and, and people are doing all these amazing things, right? They're doing Zoom, uh, you know, wine clubs, or, you know, people doing wine tasting through Zoom, or people playing mm. crosswords on Zoom. And so it's, it's like, how do we create a level of fun? So it's like all the new activities that's being generated, new hobbies that's being generated, but it's ensuring that people have a level of fun because otherwise, what is it that keeps us buoyed up? And the third thing is around meaning. So how am I contributing to the, the team? How am I contributing to the organization? How am I com contributing to my community. So a sense of meaning is important. And as a leader, it's keeping those things in mind that am I talking to my teams about that? Am I in some ways ensuring that those are touch points that occur? And all those link in with the four pillars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, fascinating. And, and a lot of the belonging part is is around you know the conversations that might have happened in the tea room or in the corridor um 
The water and, cooler. The water and, cooler. The yeah, the water, water cooler. cooler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the connections that had them. So it, I'm fascinated by some of the the techniques that people are using now. Mm. Um, my daughter was telling me about the uh, virtual wine tasting the other day. Mm. Um, so I thought that that's a nice one to do. And and I know some of the uh, outsourced offices that um, I'm connected to are doing some interesting things to build that connection with the people that are all working from home now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, you know, again, new rules, new rules of the game, right? New ways of operating. So some things will still stay the same, but we also need to be agile. We need to be flexible. How do we actually adapt to some of the new challenges that's emerging because out of the challenges will also come new opportunities. Mm, exactly. Right? How, how do we as leaders, how do we as teams make use of those of those opportunities? And I think there's there's a big opportunity there in, in the working from home concept as an option that um, you know, well, I mean, one of the things that we found through the times of the pandemic when we were completely locked down is a lot less traffic on the roads. The air was a lot cleaner. I believe you can, you could see the Himalayas from New Delhi, yes. which is sort of a once in a lifetime thing of our lifetime. Um, so, you know, is, are there things we can do to maintain or at least kind of try to maintain that level of cleanliness of the air and perhaps less congestion on the roads and less demand on public transport by having a more flexible work situation where people can work from home occasionally, not not all the time, but occasionally, or maybe there's roles that can work from home part-time and then they come into an office less regularly than than what they have in the past so that's just one opportunity that i think could come out of this yeah yeah and think of the number of people who have been working from home and now who say well i don't ever want to go back to working in an office full time i mean i want to touch base with it but i don't Mm. ever want to do that full time i don't think i want to get into the commute again Full time, so we you know we're having to make adjustments, right? No, I mean look at the organisations are thinking about staggering start times. How do we spread the load? Do we actually all need offices in the central business district? Can we actually mm. now work in more you know co-located places in the suburbs? So I think businesses that at one stage years ago were saying, "Oh, we can never do this virtually. We can never do flexible work." Are demonstrating that when they are forced to, yeah, they have to. They have to. And all of a sudden, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you say, it provides opportunities, and at the same time, you do need to do some realignment. You need to do some, and so this is a good opportunity right now, after that initial burst of energy, people are now settling down again. And, you know, this is a good time to just get, come on, let's let's get the team together. Let's show some care. Let's check in with our people. How are we tracking? Uh, you know, how are people tracking? You know, this is eight, nine, ten weeks. How are they mm. doing? Um, 
I think that's a good thing as a leader to do. And in the process of checking in, allowing and people to say, okay, let's do a team alignment. Let's just, what do we do? What have we learned based on the podcast, the earlier podcast? What have we learned during this lockdown? And great, how Tom. can we apply that? Are all great things Bye. to be able to do. Mm, great. So are they the reflection points from today's episode? Or they are. Something they are. No, those are mm. the reflection points from this point, from this episode. Wonderful. Thanks, Jürgen. See you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.